day everyone, my name is Charmaine Morrison and today we are discussing the topic of domestic violence and abuse. Now this session uh, will explore the client's uh, violent or abusive behavior towards his partner uh, with regards to domestic violence. First I'd like to explain what gender-based violence is. Gender-based violence is violence towards a woman or a girl child just because it's, they are women. It's a lot to do with um, culture and how we've been raised. And to put it short, uh, male privileges. So if because I am a man, I expect respect from my uh, the women in my uh, my children my wife my sister or any other woman this is what gender-based violence is about let's look at uh, the different kinds of abuse did you know there are eight different kinds of abuse the first uh, kind of abuse I'd like to discuss is physical abuse we must remember that there is just there is no abuse bigger or more serious than the other. Physical abuse is the abuse where the one part of the body touches the other part of another person's body with the intention to harm the person, not to hug or to kiss or to caress, but to harm the person. And according to the Domestic Violence Act, just by touching another person's body is already seen as physical abuse. Already the person can apply for a protection order at any court. Even if there are no proof, there are no marks, uh, bruises, visible uh, cuts, anything, uh, to prove that there were physical abuse because domestic violence and abuse takes place um, intimately at home uh, in isolation the prevalence the, 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 the chances that it may happen again is very 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 uh, uh, great and because of that people may apply now if you look at physical abuse it's about just slapping smacking pushing, pinching, biting a person, even spitting in the face, face I'm sorry, um, cutting with a knife, stabbing, beating with objects. These are all forms of physical abuse. It, it, um, it, it's to do with, uh, with the body and where you can sometimes see abuse has taken place. Let's look at another kind of abuse. This is a, the next, it's a verbal abuse. Verbal abuse is um, where I use my mouth. A person uses his or her mouth to break down another person by words, saying bad things about the person. Verbal abuse is also known as the silent killer. Um, we people most of the time a lot of time recovers from the physical wounds uh you later or in a few weeks time you can't see the blue or black eye you can't see the bruises the cuts are healing 
but because it uh, but the, the 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 verbal abuse is external it happens inside we cannot see how when i shout at a person or swear at a person insulting criticizing telling the person you are bad you are not a good mother you can't cook properly you can't clean your house properly uh, you cannot see the damage that's being done inside of the emotions of a person it's like a punch that you're taking and punching holes in the paper now if we were able to look inside of us we would see many punches some of the punches bigger than the other and because it is in the emotion it takes literally a lifetime to get over this kind of abuse if you look at statistics statistics shows that if if a person go to court or the police station to, to complain about domestic violence and the kind of abuse most of the times it is verbal abuse that uh, they have received at the hand of their intimate partner if you look at another abuse which is um, your economic abuse economic abuse is where people will um, just pick uh, the, the person will not who, who is working and who earns more than the other person may decide not to uh, to to share uh, the income not to share what uh, what is happening in the finance of the family and and that is also a, a power and and control mechanism in domestic violence and abuse there are two powerhouses and one of the powerhouses is economic abuse is financial abuse where it is expected from uh, the wife to get along with very little money and to explain then to people and telling the children your mother cannot even work with money or where the female partner maybe will um, use the money to buy gifts for her family and not uh, sharing or, or consulting with the other person. So it's important when it comes to communication that we discuss finance. Um, equal communication needs to take place where the couple will discuss what what is the, 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 uh, the nature of the finance and how will we spend the finance. That is very, very important, especially if you look at what's happening now in the country. Um, where, uh, it is important uh, that they should um, discuss and we should teach people how to spend their money, give them information about how to manage their money effectively. Okay, economic abuse is also where the person can buy the other person. So if abuse took place, uh, I've been beaten, smacked, or insulted, um, come back and buy things um, to make up and to keep the person um, in the relationship. Another form of abuse is sexual abuse. 
Now, if you look at what's happening in the country and look at our rape stats, it's very high. But the stats is incorrect because, or as we can say every day, married people, the, there is a rape taking place where the woman is being um, forced to have sex uh, without consent, that she's got no say in it, it is not discussed. Um, she is forced by the partner uh, to have sex and if she uh, refuses, he will not give money or give less money. And the bad thing is, and the real the reality is that she's being treated worse than a sex worker because at least a sex worker negotiates her rights and she is being paid. But as a woman in an intimate relationship, um, you don't, if there is power and control uh, issues where the partner is using that as a mechanism to control the, 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 the victim, she don't have that um, to be able to negotiate um, uh, uh, whatever with regards to finance and it should not be like that uh, people people should um, be uh, uh, trained and made aware that um, the couple that we need to discuss sex even and it should be safe and it should be pleasurable and it should be without force. Yes, another very interesting uh, kind of abuse is um, emotional abuse when when we a, a person a victim is uh, deprived of, of, of finance dep uh, being abused physically and 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 and, emo and 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 verbally it is about the emotion where she feels sad where it's to do with our feelings our feelings get hurt because of of, of, of what's happening when we think and reflect um, about the, the abuse that's taking place. I'm being treated in an uh, undignified manner. Uh, it saddens the person. And hand in hand with that goes psychological abuse. This is our mental status. A lot of times we don't even realize that um, that the effects of the abuse on my 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 mental status that i um i'm forgetful i'm right in the middle of sharing something and then i can't complete the sentence because i forgot forgot where i've put things it is because of the abuse taking place it's also where sometimes people uh, are in uh, taken up in an institution like Alentegir, psychiatric hospitals, because of, of the abuse taking place and, um, and 
uh, um, and they have to take medication because of stress and because of um, uh, depression that goes hand in hand. But I want to continue about emotional and psychological abuse, but I quickly want to go to another two other kinds of abuse, which is um, your your um, cultural and religious abuse. Now, culture is where um, in family uh, or where we're coming from that we've been trained or we've been fashioned and 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 shaped about norms and what is the role of a, a, a man and a, and a woman and how should a girl child and a boy child behave and because of this there are culture blocks there are blockages because uh, and I believe this is one of the greatest reasons why, why we have so much abuse taking place because for a man he is it is he is it's ingrained in him that a woman's place at home, uh, bearing children, cooking food, washing, doing the washing, and he goes out to work. And now they're having this crisis as males that females are becoming professional workers now, earning own, their own money, becoming independent. And, and, and this is a crisis for our, 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 our men because it, has, it is as if the women are taking their place. And, uh, and if you look at religion, if you look at our church um, set up where it is men most of the time who are the pastors, the leading in the leading positions and where women are not allowed to speak out and if she dares speak out at home, she's being smacked or, or warned or, or, or criticized that she wants to behave like a man. She must know a place and that is to be quiet. And uh, the, these are also contributing factors to domestic violence. A lot of times scriptures are being taken out of proportion and using uh, specifically to put women in their place or the girl child in the place and these are the things that that women experience and makes it very difficult for them to go to the pastor or the 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 um, person in charge and to discuss what is happening at home the fact that domestic violence are not um, spoken about or preached or teached at church uh, makes it very difficult for the victim where she has to pretend that everything is okay uh, and even for uh, some of our very leading pastors uh, and his wife having very very de- uh, serious problems in their managers and pretend that everything is wonderful, then the other the congregation have to pretend as well. Another uh, uh, um, thing about religion is where a person is being forced to attend to a church or uh, of the choice of the husband, even if he is not active in his church, 
and she may be the one that is active. She is forced to do that. And that in itself also causes great problems um, for the victim. I had a case where the couple divorced because they were in separate different denominations and where um, uh, they did not discuss beforehand uh, where are we going to, which church we're going to attend. Um, and when the children came later on, it became a big problem. Another uh, 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 um, abuse I'd like to discuss is social abuse. Now, social abuse is where my partner or where I also can decide that my partner don't go to his family or I cannot visit my family. And that's also part of the power and control. And we must remember that friends, very close friends and family, are the support system to the family or to a person. And if I'm being cut off from my family, not attend, not be able to visit them, not be able to to um, celebrate achievements that happens in the family uh, setup, I'm being cut off from my support system and vice versa. And these are taking place where the victim need to choose. Uh, he, she must decide if it's, it's either him or it's the family. And we know that domestic violence and abuse takes place in isolation. It takes place where there's, if you look at what happened now during the lockdown period uh, in stage five, where a lot of femicide has taken place. Now, femicide is where an intimate partner, um, a woman was killed at the hand of an intimate partner. And we had a lot of, a few very serious ones uh, uh, which happened to our females and where we lost women uh, at the hand of the partner. And that is important that we need to make sure that people uh, pick up and strengthen the relationship with their families and the relationship with their friends and and, uh, good relationships, even uh, the man that he's got good relationships and with his family and that uh, when there is a, if there is a marriage uh, uh, that both parties need to strengthen uh, the relationships with the in-laws um, with, the, uh, with the families so that and, and even if it needs to be where sessions need to take place with the in-laws to assist um to, and, and to help the couple with the challenges. Now, if you look at, at, at the different kinds of abuse and how emotionally and psychologically it affects us in a great way, um, we need to uh, um, really help people. It's important to, to um, get enough Exercise is important to get extra vitamins in to support the nerve system. It's important to uh, look at our mental health uh, 
so that a person and our um, spiritual health in so that um, the person will be able to make informed decisions when it come to decision making with regards to uh, uh, domestic violence and abuse and things happening in relationship okay that is the six different the eight different kinds of abuse as I've explained um, it can work on its own sometimes a person just experience verbal abuse where they're being shouted at raising the voice um, or the silent treatment not talking ignored uh, as part uh, 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 to manipulate the person um, but sometimes there's two or more that can take place like verb like physical abuse physical abuse takes place with verbal it starts with the anger it starts with shouting swearing and then the physical the pushing uh, and the pulling will may start or smacking um, and 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 sometimes the others all of the others can be together but whenever a kind of abuse is taking place emotional and psychological abuse will be part of that because we cannot separate the emotions and the your mental the way your your mind um, uh, uh, um, reflects the mind absorbs what is happening and that is why we've got to um, teach people to talk to speak out about what's happening let's look at the uh, the, the effects of abuse on women and children if you look at what's happening with women the effects of abuse on, 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 on women they lose their identity number one another thing is women um, become very vulnerable when abuse takes place they either oversleep or undersleep overeat or undereat because of the abuse they can become suicidal um, because they become depressed or stressed and depressed and 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 think of taking their lives and the lives of their children women start to drink we see a lot of our females drinking and using drugs that is all to to, to numb the pain the feeling don't want to feel don't want to think about what is happening a lot of time they also in denial they deny the fact they say that they 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 they, they cover up and say that um, it did not happen uh, there's blue or black moth you see the bruise you see in my face or on my arms is because of um, I've, I've, I've fallen I've, I've something else happened but they will not acknowledge that it comes from the abuser uh, women because they feel they um, they don't work they don't know where to go um, they will stay with the abuser um, it affects them in a great way uh, they may separate themselves from caring for the children children will uh, be abandoned um, because and and um, because of the abuse so there's a lot of things 
that happened to them, they also may um, don't want to be away because they feel they can change the husband. That's why they stay. They feel um, he's a good man. They cover up and say he's a good man. He did not do that on purpose. Um, it's only when he's drunk or I made him angry. I made him do this and that. And uh, completely in denial because they so much want to have a relationship with a man. If you look at, um, at children, what is happening to kids? The same things happening to adults the children are experiencing. Children become nervous around the abuser. Children uh, um, don't want to go to school. They become depressed as well. They also have total breakdowns. Ch children find themselves on the street. It's better to go to the street than coming to um, stay at home where they're supposed to be in a loving, safe place. They'd rather find themselves uh, on the street and finding other families on the street. Children, drug, drinking, having sex at an early age, teenage pregnancies, gangsterism. All these things uh, become bullies at school because of what is happening at home. They're actually playing out, portraying what's happening at home. They cannot concentrate at home. At, at, at school because say for instance the parents had an argument this morning the child will think of it constantly about what happened what my father said or my mother's boyfriend said the threats he made I'm gonna kill you I'm gonna kill your children and the child is constantly worried about the mother I wonder if she's safe if she's okay when I get at home uh, um, and that is why you cannot concentrate. That is the effects of abuse. Uh, just a few of uh, women and children. Let's look at the effects of abuse on men. The perpetrator, the abuser, the very person that is abusing and doing all these things. Um, men also go through trauma. They, um, because of the... Um, Abuse, they can be um, go to prison, they can, a protection order can be taken out against them, legal steps, uh, cases can be opened against them of abuse. Men also uh, drink more, drug more because he cannot, because men don't express themselves, don't say what it is that, that, that affects them, that, 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 that the trigger points, they don't talk about it because of that. They drink more and drug more and having a relationship with with alcohol and drugs and even talking to the alcohol and the beer bottle, talking to the 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 dacha, the the, the, the mandrakes they're using to, to, to kill the the pain inside of them. They also lose their families, they can lose their wives, their children, they also lose the respect of society because of abuse. They can also lose their work because of going to the courts, going to prison, going being locked up. 
uh, at police stations, uh, they may also lose their jobs. And um, and that is also um, not good. So it is important that we need to look at how can we as society uh, assist and help uh, with this great scourge of domestic violence and abuse. It affects all of us. Domestic violence and abuse is not only a South African problem, but it's a global phenomenon. Globally, people experience this. And I personally feel it is to do with our patriarchal system uh, and, and to where men are the rulers. As I said right in the beginning, it's about power and control. And the one person who thinks, the person that thinks he is in control of the situation wants to control it by doing the eight kinds, different kinds of abuse. Can we discuss the next topic now?
Greetings, greetings to all my Vaughn listeners. This is your host, Lady G, coming to you uh, in this beautiful, beautiful mother city. I love today's weather. Not so hot and yet not so cold, but it's a beautiful weather in the mother city that we are having. So we are still continuing with our topic. As I said, this week we've got a lady who's going to be discussing with us about GBV. What is gender-based violence? Why is gender-based violence on a rise now? As I said yesterday, we had COVID to be looking at. And then now we've got GBV, we've got IPV. Uh, what do all these terms mean when people talk about and ours are... Um, I was also just looking at all the terminologies. Sometimes, you know, when they say you get lost in translation, this is what they really mean, where we get lost in translation. So uh, as I was looking at all of this, I was like, we really need somebody who can uh, explain these things to us, give us the true meaning of it all. What does it mean, you know? So that is why this lady, Charmaine Morrison, and Charmaine Morrison, the last time she was here, she introduced herself she is a social auxiliary worker by profession and she's been working for under the umbrella of Mosaic for a very long time before she left and she started working on her own. She was working for Mosaic and she used to go and... um represent a lot of abusers in court and all of that and uh even with the, the victims so she's learned to not only look at one side but to look at both at all sides look from the view of the perpetrator the abuser look from the view of the of somebody who's also been uh, 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 uh who's been um on the receiving end and uh, those are the things that we don't look at we 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 just want to crucify them and we don't think that people can change and uh, this is so wrong of us especially us who are who found ourselves to be in Christ because we know that with Christ nothing is impossible your character can change so why must we throw people away and throw them in the rubbish bin and you know and this is what society has the mentality the pharaoh system that society has given us where it says we must throw people away God does not want us to throw people away. We will never throw anybody away. Uh, everybody can be redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. So even now as we are talking, discussing the topics and all of that. So if you are an abuser at home and you are listening and you are thinking, I want to change, but I can't. And you are right. You can't. It's God who can do it. You know, as we say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, not my strength. It is Christ who strengthens me. So we say it's not by might, nor by power, but it is by the Spirit of the Lord. So it's only through God that your behavior can change. Whatever you are struggling with, God is able. He is blood can do it for you. So even you as uh, somebody who's on the receiving end and maybe you are listening and you're thinking, this is me. I didn't realize I was in this situation. What can I do to get help? So as Shemaine is going to be talking, I'm sure she's also going to give us the various institutes, you know, where we can get help. She's also going to come later and talk about the cycle where she's going to talk to us about the 
the different stages, the legal route that you can go through. You know, I like when they talk about recognizing the cycle of of violence, of abuse. They will talk about the honeymoon uh, phase where everything is quiet. It's a violence-free time where everything is good, you know. And then they will start to talk about, then it suddenly moves from that phase to the tension where now the arguments they start no violence in that stage but it's just the verbal arguments and all of that then we get to the third the stage the violence and where now the perpetrator start being physically and emotionally abusing abusive towards the person and then the other stage is remorse after that where now the perpetrator will consistently ask for forgiveness and they will do certain things that will make you want to forgive them and then the the remorse uh that's the remorse and then we talk about the forgiveness the way the woman now wants to forgive and all of that and after they've forgiven they go to a, a honeymoon phase for a certain period and after some time the honeymoon phase comes to an end and then there is the tension so that is what they mean when they say it's the cycle so the cycle continues on and on on and on and we we know that once you are caught up in this so for some they say it's not easy to live but what we want you to do is to be empowered in terms of what it is that you you can do for yourself okay so we are going to um have Charmaine speak to us now in um in a minute or two where she's going to continue because she spoke about different types of abuse so i would like her to continue to talk maybe about the emotional abuse